Support for Let's Talk Battle Rap Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who's the best in below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineering tools for your family jewels. Manscaped has been the best in the U.S. in premium men's grooming care, and now Manscaped has just launched in the U.K. That's right. Cheerio. Now, you guys have gone years without using the right tools for the job, and now you could be one of the first men in England to experience the life-changing products. Now, I remember back in the day, I tried to use one of those old-school traditional clippers on my family jewels. Let's just say the hands got caught up in an entanglement, and they did not come out the way that I wanted them to. It was a little Nestle crunchy down there, all right? Well, that's why Manscaped has re-engineered their electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team has perfected the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0 in the UK. Cheers! Cheers for Lawn Manscaped! Their third-generation trimmer features the cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave. The waterproof technology allows you to groom in the shower. One of the coolest features is the LED light which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. They've also upgraded to a 7000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology. And let's not forget about that charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because its intelligently designed stand is a conveniently charging dock powered by USB. If you're listening to me speak right now, I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Let's get that bush to tush clean. Get 20% off plus free shipping and handling with code LTBR at manscaped.com. Make your testies your besties. Get 20% off and free shipping and handling with code LTBR at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping and handling at manscaped.com and use code LTBR. Your balls will thank you. I'm just uh, currently doing some trainings right now for work, obviously, so the morning's a little occupied, but I do have an afternoon, evening schedule, so don't you worry, LTBR Daily's not going anywhere, but we're just making the adjustments, and more importantly, it's been a long uh, two and a half weeks of battle rap. Like, last weekend was the women's panel, the weekend before that was Champion of the Year's panel, um... Meeting your your monthly contract with caffeine is definitely a, a major commitment while taking care of all moving parts of the team and still networking and trying to live a normal life outside of battle rap. So it's really important at times that we take breaks. Um, I gave CC the day off today. I said, yo, listen, just do tomorrow and Thursday because I need a couple mental health days myself. Um, it's definitely a little tiring, but not in a bad way. Just one of those is always good to unplug from everything that you do. That's why your job gives you mental uh, health days or personal days or, or sick days or all the PTO days in the world for you to use them, right? But Battle Rap doesn't necessarily have those days. Doesn't really Those days don't really exist in, in the world of being a content creator, especially in any genre that is constantly revolving and moving. So it, it's just always really important to uh, take those days to yourself to recover, reload, recharge, so you can come back better as ever. Um, you can come back and enthused, but for not one second do I take this ever for granted. I'm extremely blessed to have a platform that pays me to talk battle rap, to create a brand media outlet that uh, 
spreads integrity, news, updates to the culture. More importantly, to have a team that without them I wouldn't be successful or none of this would be existent. You know what I'm saying? So for the rest of the week, uh, this will be my last broadcast to up until Monday again next week. You got CC for a solo show Wednesday and Thursday. So that's just a quick update on the show. You know what I'm saying? Don't you guys worry. We take care of ourselves. And I feel like mental health is just a thing in battle rap that doesn't necessarily get talked about a lot. And it should because you're digesting nothing but negative content all the time. <laughs> it, it would be something you would think that at least remotely gets acknowledged or respected or talked about. I'm pretty sure every battle rapper kind of, a little bit, right? But everybody could u- utilize um, that time off to recover and rest. So that being said, no further, no more talking, right? Heard enough. Let's talk about LTBR at night. Let's handle some business before we get the show started. This show is sponsored by the Peace Watchers Black-Owned Safety Social app. If you're ever out in the streets and want to share a location with a friend for accountability, safety purposes, your intuition rises and speaks to you, download the app. It's simple. You can just download it, share your location with a friend. It's helped re- reduce police anxiety, anxiety of stress. And we got to be honest, we got to stay on code out here and take care of ourselves. So go to the website, thepeacewatches.com, download the app, stay on code, black owned for us, by us. All right, man, let's talk about today's, uh, let's talk about today. A lot of things happened today, and um, I'm happy about a lot of things happening today because... Like I said yesterday on our night show, we're not going to have a lot of transactions in battle rap over this next month. We're not going to have a lot of battles unless, you know, some band battles happen that we don't know about. Or if any other league decides to step up. Shouts to iBattle. They did have an event this last weekend. And we're going to talk about iBattle later on in tonight in tonight's show. But um, we'll start the show with what you guys want to talk about. I know you guys want to talk about Loaded Lux. He, uh, he had some words today. Some very, very, very spicy words. Let's pull this up, man. Let's pull this up and let's talk about Mr. Loaded Lux. All right, here. Loaded Lux sends shots to everybody. Loaded Lux went on Instagram Live with the URL, Princess, critically acclaimed, New New Nails. And I got to admit, I, I got to give credit where credit's due. She's gotten the best Loaded Lux interview I've ever seen. In the last maybe two, three years, because everybody that interviews Lux, you know, Lux talks you in circles. He talks in his high frequency. He never gives you a straight answer. He has to reference something to give you the full reference, and it's never direct. And, you know, if you don't really put Lux on that same page, if you don't hold him accountable, you're going to let him just dance around the topic. And, you know, no disrespect to our field, our guys in the field, hip hop is real, but. Sometimes they're not going to challenge the interview. They're, they're, there, they're there for the content. So they're going to let the person speak, and they're just going to do their job. Yeah, uh-huh, nod their heads, word. I, I feel you. I know what you mean. And that's cool sometimes, but Loaded Lux is too slippery of a motherfucker to just do that with. And Nunu Nails is the only person that was not going to allow this guy to slip, slide, go across, and, 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 and try to wiggle his way out of this one. She let it be known. Lux, be at us on your heels. What do you have to say about that? And beat up, beat up said it, and I was really interested. He said it, and quote, "If I'm interested, I will f beat that up. What can he do with me?" Let's share the broadcast, man. Let's get this show on the roll. Let's talk about Loaded Lux and beat up. Uh, we'll talk, and he also took shots at Danny Myers, DNA, Chilla Jones. He said, "I would destroy them." New Nails then asked Loaded Lux, "But DNA is a problem." Loaded Lux's response was. A problem for who? 
<laughs> oh, Lux. Let's talk about all the guys that uh, Loaded Lux two shots at. Obviously, Loaded Lux got called out three times on Volume 7. Um, that's probably the most call-outs for one individual battle rapper at one event uh, that I can recall in at least the last couple years. Um, Loaded Lux versus DNA. Loaded Lux versus Chilla Jones. Loaded Lux versus Danny Myers. We'll talk about B-Dot in a second. I want to save that one for a separate segment. But what do you guys think about all the call-outs, all the shots Lux is throwing to the people? Let's, let's see what you guys have to say. And let's read some of these messages. Rican JQ says, Beat I can beat Loaded Lux. Okay. Tata says, You got to come outside for any of that Lux talk. Okay, okay. CJC says, Hollow versus Lux is one of the ones. CJC, one of the greatest battles of all time, without a doubt. Without a doubt, my friend. Lux is talking dirty, says CJC. Marshall Lance says, beat, I got the diss track coming. Hey, man, I wish I got the diss track today, but hopefully it drops tonight or sometime tomorrow. CC can spin that bad boy on the show for you guys. And you have some fun. Um, well, CC on air is in the building. What up, though? Co-host, what up, my partner? My sister. She says, yeah, he got to come out and back in battle now, he talking too spicy. Four times says he's the final boss. He should be called out. I like that answer. I like that answer a lot. Lux was just on some Henny, that's all. Why well, CC's name wasn't next to the LTBR Top 10? CJC, uh, the writer actually doesn't know the entire staff, which I found weird because they decided to do the research to get everybody else's name but ours. And in fact, CC actually got a chance to meet the staff writer that wrote that article on Black Compass. They did an interview, and it was like one big group interview. And this woman thought CC belonged to Battle Rap Trap. Like, I'm not sure she knew who everybody was, but I actually know who she is. I actually got in contact with her, told her to make the updates. She said that she would, but she hasn't. But regardless, thank you for the shout-outs, all hip-hop. You you know, you know got us there. So, But it doesn't feel right. Either take my name off or put the whole team's name on, one or the other. It's either take my name off and put and just leave this team's name or put everybody else's name. But clearly, you decided to research everybody else's name, so don't get lazy at towards the end. You know what I'm saying? Um, but that's neither here nor there. That's... And we're going to talk about some media stuff, too. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about some other media stuff as well that um, I would love to get into with everybody and set some records straight. All right. Loaded Lux sending all these shots to everybody. I know that um, Loaded Lux has already said that Daylight is first in line. It makes it sound like, you know, Daylight, you know, Daylight, we know Daylight's been calling out Lux for quite some time. And we know if we follow the, the hierarchy of this, there was a point in time where Lux is here, Daylight was below, and Daylight was like ascending to get the match. And it really, I'll be honest with you guys, it really wasn't until like Gnome X that pushed it over the scale to, to the point where it's undeniable now that when they battle, Daylight's the favorite, Lux is the underdog. I don't think I've seen Lux be an underdog Ever. <laughs> At least I can't recall when he's been an underdog. You know, I mean, a lot of matches has been, it's been favorable for the other person, but an underdog? Lux's stand base, and I call it stand base because these are people that will never change their opinion of him. His stand base is too strong. But it really wasn't until Gnome X that now it's like, wait, can you even beat Daylight? Like, are we sure about that? Because that night, yeah, both had similar opponents. Yeah, both had the exact same opportunity. Probably you had more time to write for your opponent. 
But clearly, somebody look levels above superior. I do have a theory about uh, Daylight looking so superior that night that I'm not sure if he can replicate that, which is why he's been prolonging his, his return to Battle Rap where he hasn't been taking any other matches because that was magical. And if he can't replicate that, then it's obviously it's going to take a little dip in the... Not a dip in the stock, but a dip in the demand. Everybody's going to feel differently. And, that, and that's just... You don't, you don't... Lightning doesn't strike twice in the same place. But whatever, this isn't about Daylight. It's about Loaded Lux right now. I want to talk about Loaded Lux and B-Dot because that's the one that obviously kind of feels like, all right, B-Dot, is B-Dot stepping over his West Coast brother's toes by taking this match? Eh, not necessarily, right? Because that's also been a match that's been low-key talked about for years as well. Like, B-Dot did have some similarities to Lux, but I don't think it was the style. I think it was more of the content. I don't think it was so much of the sound. I think it was like, oh, this is another righteous Rapper, this is another conscious person that wants to come in, spread a message, be alert, educate us, and 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 isn't just here for just nonsensical gun bars. You know, I'm not saying gun gun bars is is dumb. Like everybody loves a good haymaker and a good punchline, but that's not going to be the primary focus of my content. So it, it felt refreshing in 2016 when you know you have a rum nitty who just got in the URL, the gunline king. You have Tay Rock in his prime. You know what I'm saying you got ill overturning the URL. You got all these gun bar dudes on the card, right? Like Loaded Lux says. So that's why the beat out and Loaded Lux comparisons was so imminent for that time being. But at this point in time, don't get it twisted. Uh, Nico TV sent me here. What up, Nico? Salute to Nico. Don't get it twisted. Um, Beat out and Loaded Lux is another battle where I'm not sure Loaded Lux comes out there as the victor. And I, I don't want to buy into this Beat Out hype, right? Because, like, Beat Out's the top three guy. Could have been a champion of year contender. But, I, I mean, just off of sample size, Beat Out has been outperforming Loaded Lux. It's the truth. Beat had a better debut in the bubble than Loaded Lux. It's the truth. Let's read some of the messages here. Jeremy Perkins says, Lux will get bodied by Beat Let's be honest. Bodied is a strong word, but I do feel like we've seen a vulnerable Lux, and that's why the world is so angry. Because everybody is like, yo, if I got that Lux, I could have bodied that Lux. And we might never see Lux be that weak again. Like like I said earlier, lightning doesn't strike in the same place twice. So you might not see daylight be that magical again. And you might not see Loaded Lux be that bad again. Or that's a par, I should say. He wasn't even bad. He was just average to his standards. Because, again, like, these guys have high, high ceilings and standards. So, like, a hollow down performance out of 7 is still better than a lot of mid-tiers out of 10. But because it's a hollow out of 7, we're not going to accept it. The same with Loaded Lux. I right, just keep going through the messages. Let's be honest. Says Lux also battles someone he's cool with. I agree. Uh, I definitely agree with that. CC says, again, we got to start being honest with Lux. Yeah. Um, I mean, we are pretty honest. We, we weren't happy with the performance. Well, that performance at Gnome. It was one of the most disappointing battles of the year. Loaded Lux is in the conversations of having the most one of the most disappointing battles of the year in 2020. Not because he was bad, but because of how underwhelming it was. So I, I, he he does get he does get some of the slander that uh you guys cast upon him. Mister Rice says we haven't seen the Lux we wanted in years. You know you always see flashes of it, right? Like that second round against Averb, 
that two-on-two against uh, Chess and Rock. You see flashes of it, but I feel like you don't see the full, complete version. And I guess everybody thought since we were going to be in a bubble with no crowd reaction, and you get to get the full lyrical uh, Rubik's Cube of Loaded Lux without having to deal with a crowd, you were going to get the best version of Impossible. Uh, and, and that didn't turn out the way it should have. Four times says he was good versus Verb. Yeah, I agree. He was. Just except his third round was... It's a little, I like his third round. Do you want time limits for this match or not? Says Sue Surf Lawyer. It's not about if I want time limits. It's about if Loaded Lux would agree to time limits. The problem with Loaded Lux and Murder Mook is they never agree to time limits. And that's uh, that might be a fault of the battle rapper accepting the matches with those guys, wanting to go unlimited. Because I feel like if you force them to a, a clock, you actually get them to be better than what they think they are without the clock. There's no surprise that Howladon's best performance out of all his performances since he's come back to battle rap is the Howladon battle. And what happens in that battle? There's a hard clock at the five-minute mark the first two rounds. Yeah, bro. Put these clocks on these guys. Stop letting these guys ramble. They That's what makes them... That's what, That hurts them more than it helps them. They don't realize that. Time limits always, says Mr. Ray. I feel you. Um, yeah, I'm cool off 10-minute rounds. Yeah, I don't I don't like it neither. 3.30 a round. That's a battle if you have to watch it four or five times. Tata says, please. He failed terribly. Facts. Lux be rambling too much, says CeCe. Uh, imagine a fate. Anything longer than five minutes is excessive. Well, I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, Daylight's rounds against Rock were about five and some change, five plus. And nobody complained about those rounds. So I don't think it's the five-minute mark. I just think it's the content sometimes, too. You know, like, we can accept five minutes if it's non-stop fire from start to finish. We, in fact, it don't even feel like five minutes if it's that good. Lux's worst rounds are his longest. Pause. Pause. I know you pause, but pause. I know you didn't feel right typing that. Man, that was rough to read. I should have left that one alone. God damn. I'm to drink some water after that one. I got ADHD or something, says CJC. Jeremy says, Lux has a lot of shit to say. It just hasn't been impactful since Hollow. France, you can't be saying that off-duty France be wild. Hey, man, listen. When I'm off, I'm off. It's my day off. I have no complaints. Can't, I, can't criticize me. I'm off. When I'm on the clock, I'm on my best behavior. How much content keeps you engaged? All right, before we leave the Lux conversation... Let's talk about his trajectory one last time, right? Because the one thing I don't like, though, is that there's always a little bit of revisionist history. There's always somebody trying to take away from these guys' legacies. Um, and I, I do think we put him on a higher pedestal than an active battle rapper. But granted, in this game, having the least amount of battles with the most impact, is it should be the goal. All right, we just had a woman who won in a who won an award in 31 days off two battles. Right, you're the goal in battle rap back in the day, 15 years ago in the early 2000s, which should still be the goal today in this modern era because of the way you have to prepare these rounds in such a quick amount of time and put all this mileage on your brain. The least amount of battles with the most amount of impact is the winner. And there's no bigger battle rapper than Loda Lux and Murder Mook in this world. And, they, and their catalogs aren't big. So when people say they're not competitive, they don't have a big catalog. They don't, they, they haven't battled all the battles. Yeah, well, no shit. They don't have to. 
These they don't have to do any of those things. So like all, all these little things you're comparing them to other people. Like yeah, they're not gonna have more stats than somebody. They're not gonna have more views. They're not gonna have any of these these things that you're featuring in, right? But little looks against Calico for what it's worth. Like that's in the history books forever. That that literally probably is one of the landscaping changing moments of battle rap. He follows that with the hollow performance, which is one of the greatest battles of all time. And then from there on out, that's where the trajectory kind of goes down. Loses to Mook in total slaughter. Has a has a, a good battle with Charlie. One that we probably don't like the best, don't like the most. But it is the highest viewed battle on the URL channel at 7 plus million views. So that it can't be a negative. It can't be a knock against them. And plus he pulled out the paperwork on Charlie Clips, which had made Clips look crazy. It's not a negative. Then he battles Arsenal uh, about another two years later. right? And then Verb, the 2-1-2, and Surf. So for what it's worth, compared to all of his other peers except Iron Solomon and, and Reed Dollars, he's he's had the third most active battles out of the DVD era battle rappers. Like, you know what I'm saying? At least big battles, too, because Reed's come back a couple times, and some of the battles haven't been as big or they're not headliners. But every single time Lil Lux comes out, he's at the top of the flyer. He he He's, he's jam-packing the room. It's a story. It's a movie. Um... Of course, you, you want to see him more often, right? That's the point. You want to see him a little more often, but, like, he's not... He doesn't necessarily duck the smoke as much as you would think. Like, he wasn't like Mook who took four years off and then didn't come back to URL for another nine years. You know what I mean? So, it, let's also not downplay Lux's legacy. There's a reason why B-Dot, Chilla Jones, DNA, Danny Myers, Daylight are all calling him out, all right? In fact, I don't I don't really see a waiting list for Murder Mook. Maybe maybe they're a little more afraid of him in the bubble. I don't know. Maybe they, maybe they're staying away from that guy because he's gonna lie about something and change your image. I don't know. I don't know why there's not there's not a waiting list for Murder Mook right now. But Loaded Lux has a whole waiting list to him, so that's a good thing. It's never a bad thing. All right, guys, let's talk about some data. Let's talk about something that I want to uh, present some numbers for. Uh, something that I haven't gotten a chance to talk about yet on the show. We've Now that we've ignored or delayed it, but I just felt like we haven't had... I want to present it in the best light possible with the most uh, information for the best take on it. And um, it's time to talk about the Crucible a little bit, right? Uh, we've seen that they dropped the one in Raleigh, the two episodes in New York, the LA Crucible, right? And so far, the Crucible is a real well-structured idea, like the American Idol of battle rap. But the real question we need to ask, does it work? Does the Crucible work? Might be too soon to tell, right? We did get next from the Crucible so far. He actually technically got pulled out. So um, I'm not necessarily sure if he's a best success story. But he definitely is one of those kids that's like, hey, this kid is too smart. Um, take him out of this third grade math and put him in AP fifth grade math right now, right? So that's him. But as for the rest of the cases, we haven't really seen that yet successful story, but that's part of searching for battle rap talent, all right? It's very difficult. It's a lot of people you go through that are amateurs, that are not good, that have potential, but you have to ride it out and stick it out. They're, they need development, that possess the skills, but they're really cut, copy and paste, that are actually really good, but they're a carbon copy of somebody else. And then there's people that are very original, that are just second-guessed. There's it's, it's so many different variables to think about. So I decided to compare a little bit of a projection, right? 
you don't have to look at my face for this one. We'll just put this up on the screen. We have the Proving Ground process versus the Crucible. Process versus process, right? Um, the Crucible is in its first installment. It's its first year, so we don't know what it's like. But we do know what the sample size is because they, they, they take, um, obviously, X amount of battle rappers per region, right, per year. So let's, let's, uh, let me get the math out. Let me get the calculator out for this one. 120 battle rappers, or I'm sorry, 108 battle rappers, right? That should be right. 108. That's correct. All right, here we go. 108 battle rappers per year in the Crucible project, right? 54. Uh, so we're, we're multiplying this by 10, right? Let me make sure I, I don't get you guys confused here. Let's look at the Crucible project for a second, then we'll go to the Proving Ground. So the Crucible, in, in, in a span of 10 years, or 9 years, I should say, 2020 to 2029, they get 108 battle rappers per year. If you multiply that by by a decade, it'll be 1,080, right? And they're getting 5% of those MCs to convert and pass the Crucibles from every single region because there's six different regions, 18 guys advances, right? There's a bunch of scouts that are accountable for all these talents. And those MCs from the Crucible advance to some of the main stage opportunities. Gnome, Summer Madness, Volume, Rookies versus Vets. In a span of nine years of the Proving Ground, 2011 to 2019, there's only been 26 MCs out of 589 Proving Ground participants, which is 4% to have ever reached the main stage. Gnome, Summer Madness, Volume, Rookies versus Vets. So the Crucible is projected to produce twice as many main stage battle rappers in the same amount of time. Granted, the process is a little more rigorous, it's, it's a, but it does have more structure, right? And my only fear about Crucible Battle Rappers is, am I sure they can adapt to that next level of competition? When they're trying out, they're trying out battling for 90 seconds apiece, getting critiqued, right? And that works. And yeah, you you the, the path to get them there gets them there, right? Think of like a college student uh, going through a four-year university. They have to take, uh, I don't know, uh... 30 credits a year, they get 120 credits by the end of their four-year degree. Yeah, they get there, right? But they don't take as many classes as the PG guys did. So when they get there, they're actually not as equipped because they haven't been battling with the same level of, of structure. They haven't been battling with the same level of time limits or the same level of, of competition. So I'm not sure if somebody makes it out the crucible, makes it to this main stage, is actually at the level of a main stage battle rapper. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think about Next, and we love, or at least here at LTBR, we love Next's potential. He's 21. He got pulled out the Crucible. And essentially, he would have been the Crucible winner. But I see him with Cuban. I'm not saying he struggled, but he, he couldn't really get past that clearly. That was, a, that was a solid Cuban. And I think Cuban's a good guy, but... Like there's just certain benchmarks in battle rap that like if you're if you're struggling with this level of talent, I'm not sure if you're ready for that next level, right? If you're struggling with Cuban, if you're struggling with Snake Eyes, like I'm not sure if you're ready for that next level. That, that that's just how I feel, and it's a proven it's a proven thing. And also like you got the gatekeepers, your Shotgun Shugs, your JCs, your Cortezes, right? These guys used to battle a whole bunch of rookies. If you could not get past those guys, more than likely URL would sit you down for a while. And there's a there's an easy track record of people losing to Shotgun Shug, Mike P, Gluezy, right? Snake Eyes, a franchise who even to right now, like their careers on URL isn't as prominent. They're not in the lineup. They're not in the rotation because these are people that didn't get past the gatekeepers. So the Crucible people aren't even getting past the people that are below the gatekeepers. <laughs> you know, like, so I, 
I'm not very confident in Next's abilities right now at this current moment to compete with a high-level guy. Like, if you threw Next uh, against a Loso, if you threw Next against a Drugs, if you threw Next against uh, even Emerson Kennedy, right? Like, I'm not so sure he gets past that. I'll have to wait and see. But uh tell you this much, the Crucible does work. Um, so, I mean, at least projected wise on the projection scale, it's supposed to work. It's supposed to work. My only fear is, are these guys being tailored and ready to compete at that next level? Cause it feels like no matter what in the crucible, somebody's going to graduate to that next level and the proving grounds, not everybody graduated for better or for worse. You know what I'm saying? Everything was real subjective. Everything was real. Like maybe we'll see, but with the crucible, there's a real grading curve of somebody Getting to that next level, whether they're worthy of it or not. You know what I'm saying? Free somebody's messages. They all got to battle gyms to move on. A Kruger. Next is beating drugs. LMAO. Listen, man, I know y'all don't like drugs, but that guy is battle tested. That guy is battle fucking tested. You got to at least admit that. That's the same thing I said about twerking and Dougie. Kruger versus Next would be fire. Uh, Graduate and not be ready. Okay, okay, okay. It's going to take some time. They're going to not not going to be complete out the gate, and I agree with that for a time. They're not going to be complete out the gate. Um, but let's be honest, you guys, and I'm not saying you guys in the chat. I'm just saying fans in general. You guys don't really have the patience with these guys. Hell, you don't really have the patience with with people that are established. Lord have mercy if Loso has a bad performance. You're gonna go back and turn and turn everything apart about that guy. Good golly, he choked one round against Briz, and he had to hear about it for a year and a half. So, you know, and these are established people with brands and identities already in battle rap and, and moderate successful careers and have battled on multiple main stage platforms, RBE, King of the Dot, URL. Imagine somebody that's just now coming out, a brand new graduate. So, long story short, The Crucible, uh, I think it does work. I can't wait to see for that next person to come out the crucible. Uh, you know, there's a lot of good talks about Kid Slay. Uh, I know you guys have uh, probably heard his name buzzing through the, through the walls. Um, I don't think being a crucible is nowhere near downplay. Like, don't 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 let people downplay you on that. I've heard, I've have heard of it a lot of times where some media members will be like, "Oh, he's a crucible guy." Like, yeah, what does that mean exactly? Like, somebody has to go through this draft process, right? Somebody has to be a prospect to get to the league, right? So, I will never downplay anybody in there. Um, you know what I'm saying? Except active, because active people make it seem like active is just like this 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 West Coast elite battle rapper and he's a crucible guy. Like, <laughs> he's the only guy that I have a problem with. But but besides that, everything else is fair game. can't make one misstep before your career on the chopping block. I agree with that music by Wayne. Um, Ozzy says, you have to go out west, France. You're going to have to go out west. Listen, man, look, it's, it's not a personal problem, okay? It's never a personal problem with any of these guys. I only evaluate you from what I see when you're in the ring. My opinion on you is only about what I see from you as a performer, never as a person. But, you know, I... I 
They say Active had a career-high performance against Sane and still choked. And I'm like, what's career-high about somebody being good and still choking? Like, I don't, I never understood that. Like, what, what, why are we giving this guy a pass? What, what's happening? Like, we can admit what some people just don't have it. We can admit that, right? Can we just be honest? Or is everybody just afraid? I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't get it. But, um, let's keep reading these messages. CJ says, you can't give up on the future, though. I agree, man. I agree. If URL wants to stay in battle rap for another 10 years, the biggest uh, function to staying in battle rap is going to be having people that are bred through your league that you've recruited and, 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 and brought upon you. You know what I'm saying? I think, what's the number here? 12 out of the top 20 battle rappers from the champion of the year list in 2020. 12. I'm sorry, not even 12, because Nitty didn't do a PG. 11. 11 out of the last 12 battle rappers on that list did a proving ground battle. You know what that means? That means the generation is growing. We have new talent coming up. We have new people that are ready to take over the culture in the league. You know what I'm saying? We can't we can't survive off the Sioux Surf, the, the, the K-Shines, DNAs, the Clips forever. You know what I'm saying? And at some point, the T-Tops, the Brizzes, and the Chesses are going to get old, too. You know what I'm saying? Just a matter of five more years before T-Top and Briz has been here for ten years. Jay Bizzle, you in the building. What up, though, JB? Appreciate you, my guy. Definitely got to have you spend the block on us real soon. We're looking forward to some nice conversation with you. Chess won't be old for a minute. Yeah, you're right. Chess is definitely still very young. Thank you for the prop, JB. I'm just talking battle rap age. I'm not talking necessarily years, years, because Chess is only... 20, what, 21, 20, not even 21, probably like 22, 23, so five years, he'll be 28, he can still battle, not a problem, but in five years, he would have been battle rapping on URL for about 10 years, so that just put that into perspective, you know what I mean? Everybody's got talent. Marketability is most is what's most important, but you know what, Jeremy Perkins, let me tell you something. That's one of the beauties of URL, like... If you can just show up to a Zoom call, you you have some marketing. They make it pretty easy for you. They give you the tools. They put everything in your hand and say, look, you don't really got to do much but press a button and show your face for maybe, I don't know, uh, 600 seconds out of the day, and you did enough. <laughs> Repost a flyer, tweet some stuff, show it to your face off. Like I promise you, the, the level of marketing that URL sets these guys up with is, is not a lot of work. And as far as being an artist, if you were an independent artist, which technically you are, you know the level of marketing that you have to go through to fucking sell yourself? Oh, Lord, have mercy, man. There is no URL for the music industry uh, for an independent artist just wants to push themselves. But URL has no problem putting all the tools in somebody's hands. I don't want to say that they're lazy. I just want to feel like some of these guys don't know how to utilize things. Like, if I put a screwdriver, a drill and a wrench in your hand and told you to build me a desk without with, with instructions, but you've never built a desk before and you still don't know how to do it, does that make you lazy or do you just need somebody to walk you through it? You're not necessarily lazy. A lot of guys can benefit from managers, consultants, um, mentors, rubbing elbows with people in the game, studying the game. You know what I'm saying? It's no surprise that when they say the rich get richer and the poor get poorer, it's because the rich work hard at things while the poor sometimes doesn't work hard at things. So like the up-and-coming battle rapper should be watching films, studying the game. There's no reason why Geechee Gotti, Mr. Two-Time Champion of the Year, should be watching a battle two, three times a week. This guy solidified. He doesn't have to do that, but he still does it for his own work ethic. So a guy that's established is working harder than the guy that's trying to get established. And that's where things is wrong. 
Well, not wrong, because obviously that's why Geechee is where he's at. He works hard. But you as a person that's hungry should be working hard. Should be working twice as hard. Is URL big enough to be in the Madison Square Garden? They, they actually tried to do an event in the Madison Square Garden, uh, like, like ballroom. It's like one of the, one of the little private uh, cutoff sections in Madison Square Garden. Some of the arenas in New York have the Madison Square Barclays. They've definitely talked about doing battles in them in the past. I'm not sure if, we, if we'll see it due to our global pandemic, but just know it's definitely been on the radar. All right, man. Let's move on, man. Let's, um... All right, this is perfect timing, actually. You know what? Because I do have JB here. I wanted to have JB talk about this with me. Um, and we can get this one, uh, I don't want to say out the way, but I want to get this one addressed, right? And there's there's been a weird conversation flowing around where everybody's like, oh, there's a media freeze out. URL started their own media company. Uh, they started URL TV News. And now they're not letting anybody in the building. And for one, I'm going to be the one to tell you I've gone to the URL events during the COVID setting, and that's not the case whatsoever. The population in the building is very strict. Something that people don't realize is the URL has to pay for every single individual COVID test, and they're not, they're pretty penny, all right? They're very, very, very extensive in price. And so it's getting to the point where it's limited to staff, it's limited to performers. Sometimes performers plus ones, even if they might have to take a sacrifice, and the people directing. So it's a very, very, very small opportunity for people to get in there because of COVID, because of the limited uh, space resources, and more importantly, be- because we don't have to necessarily all the time be there. I went out there to LA with CC, and I couldn't even get CC in, unfortunately. So, like, what I had to do. You know what I'm saying? Luckily for us, we wasn't alone, so CC and the rest of the crew decided, you know, we'll watch at home. There's only got one. We'll give it to you. You go ahead and go out there. But look at that. Like, I went out there with my partner, and we both couldn't get in at the same time. So, like, it's not it's not a freeze-out, guys. And as far as the URL TV media, this is how I view it. Think of, like, every sport, basketball, football. They have their own sideline reporters, right, to interview the players right after the game is over. Right after that buzzer rings, they have somebody to interview the player right there on the spot. But once the player is done with that interview fresh off of their game, they go to the locker room, and there's a ton of reporters there anyway. That's hip-hop is real. That's LTBR. That's 15 Minutes of Fan. That's anybody else. That's Gichi Gotti because he comes up there with his camera guy sometimes too. Everybody else, the, the, the reporters outside of the sideline reporters that are not at the venue, they're there anyway. And they're, they're still getting their job done. Their, their job is to get the battle rappers' interviews, the, the battle rappers' feeling and thoughts of the of the uh, event, not necessarily their own. In fact, they could care less about expressing their own opinion. You never see Uncle Ra ever giving a recap. And when he was able to go into a venue, you always see him doing interviews middle of somebody's battle. He'll be interviewing Danny. You can hear the other battle going on in the background. Why? Because Uncle Ra, he loves the battle. He loves the culture, but he's not there to give his opinion. He's there to report on battle rap. And you can report on battle rap if you're not going to give your opinion without watching the battle. So this is nothing new. There is no freeze out. Just, I just wanted to put an end to that discussion as well because this is coming from somebody that's been in the building physically for all that. Just wanted to make sure we get that nice and clear. In fact, I even felt weird talking about it as a whole, but but if you if you've really been around, you would know Outside Gang has been around for the longest. Matter of fact, let me tell you guys about Outside Gang, all right? Because once upon a time, I was a part of Outside Gang a very long time ago. 
very, very, very long time ago when I was a nobody. Not even when I was a top, not even when I was low tier meter, when I was a nobody. All right. Outside gang is a real thing and it's part of like the whole like, well, I'm going to be able to get in, but I'm going to make my way through the door. I'm going to make my way to network. I'm going to make sure somebody remembers my name before the end of the night. And that just goes to show the effort that some people will do as a media member to make sure that you guys get the behind the scenes, the exclusive, the content, the words. Um, listen, man, there's no freeze out. In fact, URL can't control anybody if they wanted to. You know what I'm saying? So put that to rest. I just wanted to make sure we got that squared away and cleared. Let's read some of these messages. Uncle Ra has been doing that way before caffeine. Yes, a lot of people have. Battle rappers come a long way. So dope to see. Them allowing fans is wild. They don't allow fans. I can't believe France was in a gang outside. URL Media exists to promote the battlers not to push anybody away. There you have it yourselves, my people. And more importantly, isn't this something everybody's been saying for the longest? Why doesn't URL have their own media company, right? Or, or their own media source? In fact, I personally think, in my honest opinion, being as humble as possible, every single league deserves an insider or somebody appointed to media. Bullpen was way ahead of the curve back in the day. They had their own bullpen media. You can look it up on YouTube. They had their own people recapping the events directly from the bullpen team. If every single league had a journalist, an insider, a reporter that you can point to and say, this person has all the answers for King of the Dot, for Black Ice Cartel, for bullpen, for RBE, for URL, the world would be a better place. But everybody feels like, oh, I have to pick a side. I have to, or I have to be fair to all leagues. Like, no, nah, not necessarily. Somebody, it's okay for there to be a central location for one league. It's, it's why you have beat writers. They only cover one specific team. You'll, you'll have a beat writer for the Hornets. You have a beat writer for the Lakers. These people are covering all the details in specific and the moving, breathing aspect of their individual departments. If Battle Rap had that, which I wish it did, it'd be way more structured. It'd be way more organized. It'd be way more easier for me to make a phone call and get some information about somebody or something. You know what I'm saying? CC says, I have been saying that for years. Thank you, CC. I appreciate that. You know how people love conspiracies, says, let's be honest. JB says, I've noticed. People love their conspiracies. They love it. And, in fact, I feel weird even answering the conspiracies, but I also feel like I'm a part of it. So, because I go to some of these events from time to time, I got I get the blessings. Salutes to JB for hooking it up for me, as, all, as always. So, I don't want my name in there, so I'm just putting my foot down, getting it squared away, so that when I'm there, ain't nobody makes no conspiracies about me. Nobody puts the kufi on my head. Hold on, let me put the kufi. Where's the kufi at? Here we go. Nobody nobody does none of this to me, all right? None of this happens. And then we'll be fine. All right? Yes, let's talk about the bullpen card. Got the flyer right here. All right, all right, all right. All right, March 20th, the Fade card. Actually, real quick, before we talk about Fade, I, I do want to give a quick shout-out to, to iBattle. Um, I did have one battle I wanted to talk about over there just coming up real soon. And then we'll, we'll close out with uh, the bullpen card because they announced their full lineup today. Uh, big salutes to my homie, g -Lo. 
friend of mine. I've known him for quite some time, actually, before he started battle rapping. He's got a big opportunity to battle the Saga on a card called Road Rage out at I Battle on April 24th. And I wanted to talk about this a little bit because um, I know everybody's seeing Saga battle a little bit away from URL, and they kind of they kind of cringe at it because they're like, well, your last URL performance against Kid Chaos wasn't your best showing. Um, you know, you kind of kind of just fizzled out there. You choked. It, it, we weren't happy with it. And now when you see him battling on other leagues, you're like, is Saga rehabbing? And maybe he is rehabbing, and that's fine. And I don't have a problem with it, but I just feel like impact versus intent in this moment is what really weighs things. This is a big opportunity for G-Lo to battle Saga, obviously on iBattle, and you take these opportunities, you get the shot, take it close range, knock it out the park. But I feel like this is going to be a, a moment where people look at the Saga like, well, the Saga has really fallen off. And I want to make sure that's not necessarily the case. Saga has not necessarily fallen off. Saga is taking the necessary steps to get back to the climate that he wants to be at. So if you see him taking these kind of matches, don't ridicule him. Don't clown him, right? Because not everybody's in, in, in a certain level of shape. And to get to shape, you have to work out and put yourself through a rigorous amount of conditioning to be in shape. I've always found that strange when people are like overweight or out of shape. And then people are like, oh, well, you're you're this, you're that. But then they go work out to get in shape and you're still making fun of them on their way to get. Like, what do you want them to wake up overnight and be fucking with a six pack? Wake up overnight and be back to this amazing battle rapper that they used to be? No, it takes time. It takes time. You know? CJC says he hasn't died. He hasn't fallen off. He just died a lot. That's a good way of putting it. You know what I'm saying? He just he just had a lot of bad losses. In my un, in my humble opinion, Saga's uh Saga's recent decline is like this is comparable to somebody going to Vegas, right? With a five hundred dollar budget to play at the casino, to play at the table, to play some poker, to gamble, hit the slots, and after you blew four hundred and fifty dollars, you decide to go to the ATM and pull out another two hundred. Then you lose that two hundred, and you go to the ATM, pull out another two hundred, and before you know it, you're down fifteen hundred dollars. When your plans will only be down five hundred dollars, you know what I'm saying? So it's one of those like he kept chasing and chasing and chasing, and it just kept going into the negative. So what do you got to do? You got to just work and stack your money again, and that's what Saga's doing. He's working, he's rehabbing, he's stacking himself to get back to where he needs to be. But uh, Gilo, amazing opportunity, knocked this out the park. JB says, Jordan went to the White Sox in the minor leagues to get right. That's right. That is right, man. That is absolutely right. So, you know, listen, man. In fact, Jack Boy is another person. Jack Boy is a great example. Uh, Jack Boy just battled Rubando, Craig Lamar, J400. And I'm, I'm sure those are names that a lot of you probably don't want to watch in rotation. But... He did that because he wanted to prove to the league that he can be back at that level that he needed to be at. But I do want to say to Jack Boy, which I think he's done with taking rehab battles, and I want to say to Saga, don't overcomplicate these things. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't take too much practice for a moment like that you think you need to be ready for. Because sometimes in life you're never fully ready for things until you finally go out and do it. Like there's no, there's no matter how much you study for a test, like you won't know if you're you'll know if you're gonna pass or fail the test when you finally are in front of the test. There's no amount of studying that you can do to make sure you are confirmed to to ace this opportunity. You know, Jack Boy has taken more rehab battles than proving ground battles. So technically he's working harder to get back into the league or get back to a high level in the league that he did to get in the league initially. So the same with Saga, man. You know, take these battles. Uh, 
you know, work at them, build your confidence back up. But, you know, at the same time, don't doubt yourself so much. And for Gilo, I, I hope he knocks us out the park. This has been a guy that I felt like has been talented, can definitely fill a card. If somebody, if you put on a card, he'll give you a reliable, entertaining, good performance, competitive performance. He's uh, he's fearless. Uh, he's, a, he's a good punchliner. Could be a little monotone at times, so he does need some entertainment, need some more, some more little excitement to him. Because, like, you know, I'm a fan of his. But, you know, if you don't know him as well or, you know, you're not as captivated by him, I can see where you find him a little dull. So this is also a good opportunity for him to work on all those kinks. You know, sometimes battle rap isn't just so land a thousand haymakers and call it a day. Sometimes it's really about learning how to be entertaining while being competitive and catering to your audience. If you do those three things, whatever your opponent does doesn't matter. You're either going to walk away with a winner debatable all the time. All right, man, let's talk about uh, this bullpen card before we close things out. Let's be honest. Is would I manage battle rappers? Ah, listen, man, this, th- there's been plenty of times I've, I've thought about it, but then I slap myself and I, I, I talk myself out of it. There's been some battle rappers that have offered the opportunity to me. I'm not even going to lie to you. There have been some battle rappers that have asked me to do so, and I turned it down. I will not say any names. And I'm really honored to be presented that light. I'm very honored that some people think of me that way, but I'd much rather just provide my opinion and let them make their own decisions than to manage somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't think just because I, I, I've been around for a long time, I've networked and talked to a lot of people and learned from people higher than me about this game doesn't necessarily mean I can do the game. JB can tell me everything he wants about how to direct the, uh, how to direct the battle. Doesn't mean I can pick up a camera and direct the battle. So the same way I've learned a lot about marketing and how artists have grown and developed themselves doesn't mean I can necessarily groom and develop somebody myself. And the same way I've been I've been critiquing and, and covering leagues doesn't mean that I can be a league owner. <laughs> so the answer to that is no, let's be honest, but um, there's, there's always enough re- information, resources, mentoring available anywhere you look. So battle rappers should always be in good graces. Um, the capacity is 300 France, but only 140 tickets have been purchased. CC make, will make a great market person. Yeah, CC's actually really good at that. She has done a bit of that in her past time. So, um, JB says battle rap management is a brutal occupation. Brutal occupation. All right. I do wish there was a lot more managers because I would love to make like a whole list of management. And be able to eventually have like a bigger talk about people managing their artists. You know, there's only such a handful of people. And there's a lot of people behind the scenes that you don't even know about managing artists. Which I wish they would come to light. But would it be me? Probably probably in another lifetime. Alright, let's talk about this bullpen call. We got a couple minutes before URL decides to go live and pre- premiere their Battle Rap 101 show. Obviously, we know John John and Ace Amin headlining this card. But let's talk about some of the bullpen gritty battles on this card we got snake eyes versus bad news let's talk to the people is this a match you need or like snake eyes versus bad news what do you guys think let's read the messages what up though mojo cjc says snake eyes versus news is high energy i like that answer jeremy says i hate it respectfully all right respectfully it's not your cup of tea. Fair enough. Four times says, eyes 3-0 clear. I see what you did there. That's a nice little pun. 
09 says, nah, but it's a solid match. Tata says, meh. Wow. I would have at least thought y'all like bad news to come back on bullpen. It's been a while since he's battled on bullpen. It's an all right match. Battle of the tryhards. God damn, I thought you guys would be happy. Wow. 09 Bull says, 2020 proved that he's just okay. See, just his last time we saw news, it wasn't a good news. Yeah, last time we saw news was against Ace Amin, right? That's the last time I remember seeing him. They're both consist they're both generic, overly aggressive talents, but consistent. I feel like that's been the best remark. They 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 are kind of generic. They don't necessarily have a special thing to go to, but they have high level energy, effort, and consistency and aggression. So it, it's like it's it's like they're never bad, but they're never amazing, right? So, let's keep going with the card because I got a couple more minutes before we got to cut the stream off. Um, we do got Clone versus PC, another bullpen heavy match. You know, what I'm saying bullpen loves their 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 haymakers, their pen battles, their real aggressive like you know talented recruited battles like this. So this is just a bullpen classic. Um, I do feel like people will really enjoy this. I love. I'm a big fan of Clone. I think Clone has the potential to be a top twenty battle rapper this year if presented with the right opportunities and plates. Let's see what you guys have to say. Four times says PC two one slight edge. I got Clone two one says CJC. Jeremy says I heard PC was snitching in his Adi boom bag. Whoa, that'd be a crazy angle if it's true. Easy win for Clone. Mm, I don't know about easy. Clone two one says O nine bull sent. Clone 30. PC is nice. Yeah, PC is pretty good, man. PC is one of those guys that, um, just like Flacco, we're going to talk about Flacco a little bit. They're those guys that doesn't take their craft serious enough. And because they don't take the craft serious enough, they leave so much talent on the table. You know what I'm saying? Like, PC's last showing against, um, on the King of the Dot, uh, Grand Prix on one of the one-off weekends, like he looked good. He looked like somebody that's like, oh, hold on, like we we forgot you're you're pretty solid. There's a reason why PC means punchline champ. Like he's a solid puncher. He's somebody if he stuck with it, he could have really been somewhere. When he was in WX, I really thought he was gonna change his performance because there's never been an issue with content. I've always felt like with with bullpen guys. Content is never the issue. All these guys are lyrical. All these guys can punch. All these guys have multis. All these guys can scheme. All these guys can rebuttal. Like, they have all the little physical intangibles, but they never have the entertainment aspect. And that's the one thing about bullpen. Like, you kind of battle in front of the same people, your peers, your audience, your friends, your, your opponents, peers, and audience and friends, which is probably in the same network as yours. So, like, I've always wondered how much growth can they really obtain from battling in that environment. But PC and Clone is going to be a fun battle. Clone's going to wash him, says uh, Landy. One. Never seen a clone battle recommendation. Unfortunately, King of the Dot does not upload their battles from the Grand Prix, which I don't know why. I don't understand it. But if I had to recommend a battle for you, I would recommend Clone and Cardedems. All right? Just go around and ask people about that performance. Because that clone performance, one of my favorites from 2020. I'm not even exaggerating. It was really fucking good. I think Sean kicked them out of NWS because it's something with the... We'll leave that alone. I'm not sure. 
All right, y'all. We got uh, we got about two. We actually got about no. We got three minutes left, so we'll talk about this last battle: Flacco L's versus Riggs. Riggs just had an impressive performance against Award, Had a good performance against JC um, about a few months ago at Born Legacy X. And Flacco, one of your lyrical pen battle rappers that just kind of really doesn't get much credit that he deserves, but is also not fairly active and doesn't take his craft serious. You can't battle once a year and expect to be in the top of rankings or in top of conversations. Um, doesn't really do a lot of marketing. There's a lot of things about him that kind of irritates me that he... Doesn't push himself to that level, but will always have a complaint about the way the media covers him or speaks on speaks on him. And it's like, well, if you want the way we cover you, you you're the one that can change that, not us. You're the one that can come out and and put yourself available for the people to see and showcase yourself more so that we can talk about you. There's nothing we can do if you don't take it as serious as you want to take it serious. Everybody's saying Rick's dirty. Let's be honest, Rick's is fire. She just says it's Rick's dirty. Uh, Rick's dirty again. Grand Prix is why clone is now on my watch list. Is M4. Rick's easy. Flacco's pen is fire. Can't wait to see that battle, but Rick's is consistent. It's a good way to put it. Yeah, Rick's is very consistent. Clone is now on my watch list. Um... You crazy clone runs his own league. Listen, man, clone is really somebody that if they grabbed him and gave him the max, like we said, we're gonna put you on every card. They give you all these names. He can level up and be a top twenty bad rap in the world. Clone is really fucking good. I'm telling you. And when you see his next performance and he goes crazy, you know. Remember, I said it. Remember, I said that clone is really effing good because he is. All right, guys, that's uh, that's pretty much all the time we have for, for today. Um, I think I left some topics on the table, but if I did, I'll, I'll throw it to CC in the morning. I'm done for the week. I'll be back on Monday. You got CC uh, on the solo show Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, appreciate everybody in the building. Quick shout-out to everybody, G420, full-time Ozzy, Riot, Conqueso in the building, Bubble Quad, M4, CJC, as always, Ty Ty, my love, my dear, my dearest, uh, 09 Bolson, CPP, Daza. Let's be honest. I appreciate you pulling up to the program. Back to back, two times in a row. DNR, you know, got a couple anonymous folks in here for the anonymous folks. If you're on your burner account, if you a hater, if you're a secret lover, admirer, make make a profile, make a profile and come on to the show. Even if, even if it's a fake profile, just make a profile. All right, we converting people to caffeine is a good thing for the brand. It's a good thing for the show. Loso versus Mac. I don't think Loso versus Mac Myron is going down, especially if. Uh, Loso has to battle Vixen 13 days now before the bullpen event, which he probably does not want to do battles back-to-back of that magnitude. So you probably won't see Loso and Mac on that card. Salute, Tata. I appreciate you. Salute, let's be honest. Salutes, M4. I'll be back on Monday. Peace, y'all. Peace, peace, peace. We're going to head over to the URL channel. Let's check out this Battle Rap 101 hosted by DNA and Smack. Should be very interesting. All right, y'all. Have a good night.